Well, well, well. Good morning. Can I get this old man welcome? Raise a round of applause. And happy Easter. And happy Resurrection Sunday to you too. Well, I'm so glad that many of you have come here to listen to a story that my buddy Claire and myself had. But before I do that, I need to get to the seat over there. So give me some time. When I'm old, I can I can walk faster as I used to. Oh my God! Alright. Okay. Ah, one more step. There we go. Alright. Ah. Now I feel good. I'll tell you the story. Because I remember it like it was just happened yesterday. You don't even know what you had for lunch yesterday. Oh, my body clear need a microphone. Somebody's going to give my body a microphone. I do. I remember what I had. I had. I, I had. All right, you tell the story. All right, I tell the story. So there we were. There we were? Is it how you begin this amazing story? How many times I told you my body clear? You gotta be more dramatic, you know? Just give the audience good, good attention. That's not how you begin. I will tell the story. So there we were. It was the worst weekend in our lives. The Christ was crucified, and the body was placed in the tomb, and everybody was gathering in the upper room, did not know what to do, were confused, were scared. Oh, that's right, we're nervous. Nervous like a pair of long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Cleopas, just clarify, there were no cats and there were no rocking chairs. I know that. I was speaking metaphorically. <laughs> anyway, it was chaos inside and outside. And it was Mary. She was off in a distance yelling frantically, and the door bust open. She was shouting on top of her lungs, saying, he is a reason, he is a reason. By the way, you gotta know about Mary. She's a sweet lady. She's a salty of the earth, that's right. She's a salty of the earth. But sometimes, she gets forgetful. Remember, Cleo, what I told you that night? I bet she went to wrong tomb. It was such a chaos, inside and outside. 
So my body clear and myself, we decide that we go back home. So we start turning our way back home. It was about seven miles of walk on the road to Emmaus. We were walking and talking. We're talking and walking. And all of a sudden, the guy comes up behind us and he started walking with me, talking with me. Oh, that reminds me of my favorite hit, by the way. Do you know what that is? When he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his baby. Alright, but I know, I, I love that story. I remember what he said. He said, what's the, all these long faces? And I looked at him in the eyes and I told him, this is how we were created and made. We cannot help it. There's nothing we can do about it. Whoa, 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 Cleopas. He was speaking metaphorically. Oh, that's right. You know what? I'm old. I'm unforgetful. But it's got to be clear. So I went on, and I said to him, Are you the only one, the one who came from Jerusalem, did not know what had happened? But Jesus Christ was crucified, and we buried him in the tomb. Now we don't know where his body is. It's just so crazy. And I went on to say that we are all horribly disappointed because we thought that he was the guy that we're looking for. And Jesus Christ also said, why are your faces so thin? Why are your hearts so slow? And I looked at him in the eyes and I told him because I'm getting old and I cannot help it. There's nothing I can do. Oh, that's right. You know what? Don't get old. You can't be forgetful. But you gotta be clear. But after that, he looked at us through our eyes, right, Cleo? And he would start giving us a lesson. He started from the book of Moses. And he was giving us all these prophecies, explaining to us and how this prophesized Messiah had to go through all in the Bible. It was amazing. It was a great message. So we came to a fork in the road. Just to be clear, it wasn't a literal fork. <laughs> Alright. So we were at the spot where the road divided. You happy now, Cleo? And I asked him, to join us dinner. And I believe he said yes because I was telling him my wife can make good cobbler. She can cook good cobbler. That's right, she can cobble. So I invited him and we're gathering in this table. He was giving us blessings on this meal. And he broke the bread with us together. And that moment, that moment, my eyes wide open. I don't know how that happened. But I 
was able to see him differently. Then I look at you, Cleo, right? I remember that you're looking at me because we know that something that inside of us burning. Because we know that who he is. The guy who's having dinner, the guy who's sitting in this dinner table, he is a Messiah. He is a reason, reason Christ. So surprised and we're shocked when we turn our faces to back to him. And guess what? He's gone, vanished. And that, that is the end of the story. After a few days later, I would start hearing all these eyewitnesses on reason Christ. There are so many people who are excited. They are so delightful to see this reason Christ. Whole village, no, 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 no. Whole nation was rattled and shaken by this amazing and unbelievable news. My heart's been pounding for days. After I was able to grieve on myself and calm down, I was thinking about what really happened to me. And I learned some lesson. Would you like to hear this old man's lesson? Yeah. Yes? All right. Firstly, I didn't know why I wasn't able to recognize him. Because I was there about a week before he was crucified, when he was marching on this triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem. I was the one who threw all this table and a cloth. And then Tom Francis said, Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna in the highest. And I followed him along. On Thursday, throughout Friday, I was watching him on his all different trials. And on Friday morning, I was with him. He was carrying this heavy and over 100 pounds of cross, walking on a road called the Via della Rosa. I was following him to the point of the hill, the top of the hill called the Golgotha. And I witnessed him that he was crucified there. I didn't understand why I wasn't able to see that. You know what that's really interesting is? It wasn't up until that I got to see him again and receive all the word of God. And it wasn't up until I was having these great meals together, you know, having this communion together. That's when my future eyes wide open. You see that? The reason Christ, his body is a glorified body. With your very eyes and your earthly eyes, you cannot see him. Only spiritual eyes. I thought it was really funny and embarrassed that he was walking with me and talking with me all the time to the road to the mouse. While I was with him all the time, I complained that I wasn't able to see him anymore. You know, I was mad that I couldn't see him anymore. Let me ask you, my brothers and sisters, do you do that sometimes? Can this old man get an amen? Sometimes we feel like we pray today and there is no answer by tomorrow. And we start doubting about his presence. Lord, where are you? We do that all the time. 
Sometimes if we are going through all these different trials and different tolerances and valleys of the shadow of that, and you feel like, where is Christ? I learned this truth. Listen to me, this old man's wisdom. I learned this truth. Just because that you cannot see Jesus Christ, that doesn't mean he's not with you. Amen. Amen. This old man can preach. Just because you cannot see him, that doesn't mean he is not with you. He's with you always. While you're going through difficult times, trials, was right by you, holding the weight of your burden together, sobbing and crying while you are crying. That's who our Lord Jesus Christ is. I learned that lesson that time. I also learned another lesson. I thought it was just crazy. The fact that the very same day, the day of resurrection, that he changed God on me. Someone like me and this clique. The guy was already sleeping right now. Forgive me for his sleeping. Think about this. It was the first day, the very day of the resurrection. And later on, I found out it was only given 40 days. So within that 40 days of window, he himself made his move to find me, someone like me, seemingly insignificant, seemingly unimportant. I wasn't the 12 disciple. I wasn't the religious readers, Pharisees and Sadducees. But the fact that he came to me that means itself something, isn't it? Let me just give you one illustration. I know it will help you out. How many of you love football? Amen. I don't really know. After I got here through this all the time machine, I was able to learn. You guys are really enjoying this football. And I got to learn this Patriots is one of the best teams in the world, right? Amen. Let's say that Patriots are getting on to the final in Super Bowl. And our greatest quarterback in history ever, Tom Ray. He was throwing this last ball, this receiver, to catch it and make this touchdown. And after they won, then Tom Ray was selected as the MVP of the game. And he was just having a lot of interviews and all his celebrations and congrats. And within an hour or so, he himself made his time to find you. To find you. To spend some time with you. Talking with you. Walking with you. And have dinner together with you. Isn't that something? Aren't you going to be surprised if he ever do that? That's what our Lord Jesus Christ did to me. Brothers and sisters, that was the first Easter Sunday. And because of his encounter with me, the Easter is not going to be the same as the others. Easter wasn't just a one Sunday of the year. Easter wasn't just one event. And Easter wasn't just a family gathering. How many of you and your mind and heart are in the kitchen right now and your Easter hand? You know, the Easter is not about it. Easter is about our risen Jesus Christ. 
And this old man get another amen. amen. And this is, uh, I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters. I want you to rethink the true meaning of Easter. Easter is not about the Easter ham dinner. Our kids are less enough. Easter is not about egg hunting. They'll be hidden by your grandparents, not by God. I rebel it for you. Easter is not about family gathering. And Easter is not about one day of the year. May you, from finding the true meaning of Easter, by rethinking the meaning, real meaning of Easter, may you continue to celebrate. Every day will be your Easter. Amen? Every Sunday I want to see all brothers and sisters who have come here first time of the year. Make sure that we're going to be celebrating Easter from now on until the end of this year. Good music, good message. So make sure that you come every day in and out. When you get up, when you go to bed, celebrate the risen Christ. Because He is the light. He is the resurrection. And He is the life. Amen? Amen. 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 Hey, Cleo, it's time to wake up. We got to go. You see that? That's why we're celebrating. The spirit of Easter, the spirit of our Jesus, even like God like this. Let's go. By the way, I want to say this one last time. Christ is risen. He is risen. Let's go one more time. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. So long. <laughs>